Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Sunday night for us. Monday morning for you guys. Bam. So, we had service today. Today, um, about the glory of God. That was good. Man. And, um, you know, once again, condolences to, to Danny, Margaret. Um, his parents went to El Salvador because his grandma passed away. Well, she was sick and passed away while they were there. And then his, his dad passed away in while, El Salvador while, while there. Yeah. And... I mean, what do you say? You know, I saw the brother walk in to service today. And I was at a loss for words. You know, like, what do you say? He lost his grandma and then he lost his dad. Like, that's rough. Yeah. You know, and... Um, I'm glad that we had a chance to to sit with them even after church. Yeah. And they went to um, break bread with us after and just spent some time with them. Yeah. They got to spend time with them. A few of us in in the family there, you know, and I I had a very a very good time just just breaking bread with a, a several of the church family today. Yeah, I, I really missed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, Danny, um, he's the one that puts all of these devotionals on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So every time we... Have the sermons and everything, right? Yeah, uh, every time he does it. Lately we haven't because YouTube switched their thing up where I can't download on my phone anymore. So I don't know what's going on with that. But either way, but now the devotionals are on Spotify, on all all of the like four or five different platforms for podcasts. Mm -hmm. So anytime we, every time we do devotional... I send him the audio, then he puts it up and it goes on Spotify and oh, okay. Apple and I don't know, whatever else, Google. So, anyways, um, yeah, man, it's, it's it's too bad, you know. But other than that, we we fellowship and uh, did some things around here. We just ate dinner, a little bit sort sort of a late dinner, and. Uh, Doing a devotional. Yeah. Starting the week off. And, um, you know, we were discussing if we wanted to do a verse or not. I'm like, you know, I, I kind of, I wanted to freestyle in a sense because I think that that sermon today um, was truly an icebreaker for something powerful mm -hmm. that God is unveiling to his church. Yeah. You know, and just in conversations I had after service. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think conversations we've had here at home because um, Melody is here. Mm -hmm. um, she's actually staying the night here with us uh, today. And, you know, we've, we've been able to sit around the table as we're having dinner, as we've been able to sit here with, you know, with Abraham and just all of us. We've just been able to sit here and, and converse 
yeah. about a lot of things. But just even phone calls. I, I had somebody call that was watching it. They've been to the service maybe once or twice, but other than that, they just watch the channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, he goes, man, he goes, something changed. Yeah. He goes, I was at work, I was watching a sermon. He goes, and I literally felt something shift, you know, and and everything. He's like, I don't even know what it is, you know. Yeah. But um, God is God is up to something, guys. You know, he's always up to something, but um, I feel like there's just something. Have you ever boiled water and at first it just gets hot, but then as time goes, it starts to, what's this word, simmer or no, what's the word? Not simmer. There's this word in Spanish my mom uses, but I don't know how to say it in English and I don't remember how to say it in Spanish. No, there's a word. My mom... Mom, what is it? Is the word she has like right before it's about to boil? It is simmer. But in Spanish, she says a certain word. Is it simmer in English? In in English, it's yeah. simmer. You know, and it's like starting, starting, about to start. You know, and that's that's what it like. That's what it's starting to feel like. Oh my God! Stop it! <laughs> we don't edit here, guys. So you get the yawns, you get it all. All of it. Yeah, we feel that hour loss. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the excuse. I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, daylight savings time, we lost an hour. And we went to bed really late. So, yeah, and yeah. woke up for service. So yeah, that's it. Blame it on the time change. Well, I think yesterday we it was an unexpected thing too because we... You went to go help out at the ranch all day yesterday to help yeah. sand your, your parents' um, RV RV yesterday. And it was unexpected because we went to go help Abraham with, you know, getting his, his first car. Yeah. So That took You know hours. what? Yes. We want to congratulate Abraham, though. We're really, really proud of him, guys. Because as you guys know, we've said it for the last almost almost going on eight months or so. That we've been talking about how Abraham's David, stop it. We've been talking about how Abraham's been um, using my car. You know, I haven't really seen my car in that long. <laughs> um, he's been he was kind of giving me rides to work. You know, I was going with him, but um, you know, he's he's been working really really hard. Um, this was his first year doing his own his own taxes, you know, and mm-hmm. he's been saving up and just doing everything he needed to do. And I'm really, really proud of him because yesterday he was just going to go look at a few cars. And I ended up over there at David's uh, parents' house. And he says, Mom, you know, David's going to go with me to go look at a car. He just wanted to go look at it. And I was like, I'll go with you guys. And um. And we went, and he seen something that he really, really liked, and it was just ridiculously um, overpriced. And I said no, and we went somewhere else, and he seen something that he really, really loved. Um, and uh, we said, you know what, let's try and see, let's, let's see what we can do. You know, he already had his money saved for some time, and, um, and his tax money, and... 
He works really hard, guys. I've seen this kid. You guys know that he works so hard. You know, at the church, he's very committed. And he works at the engineering, you know, company that, that I just recently left last Friday. And I left, I left him there working with my boss, you know. And, man, he got his first car yesterday. Yeah. He drove off with his, his little car. And um, he's overexcited. Um, he's blessed, beyond blessed. And I couldn't be more proud of my boy. You know, I really couldn't be more proud of him. He really, really, um, he really is blessed, guys. So I congratulate him for that. And I know that he's going to continue working hard and continue finding that career path that he, that he so longs for. And so, but he looks really good in that car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we're coming back home because we had done other things in Modesto because he obviously drove his own car to church. Yes, he was so happy. Wait, wait a minute though. He is normally the one that we have to wake up to go to church. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah he yeah. woke up, you guys, and he came and knocked on the door and he says, I'm ready to go to church. Are you guys ready? And we're like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute, we lost an hour and you're already up and ready yeah. to go to church? You guys, he beat us to church because he wanted to go. It's almost like he woke up and he went, he needed the key so he can meet, meet us at the church. Yeah. That's unheard of. So, yeah. But on the way back, because he went to Tracy to see his friend, we still had business in, Stott in Modesto. So on the way back, we see him on the freeway. Yeah. We're right next to him as we're getting off the exit. So Yeah. It's, it's a bittersweet moment, guys, because I know that, my son's growing up and I just, I realize that, he, you know, he's, he's growing up guys and he's not my little baby. He'll always be my baby, but he's not going to, he's not my baby anymore, but in a sense he is, but he's growing yeah. up guys. Yes. Yeah. So today, you know, um, I didn't have a specific verse, you know, honestly, but I, I wanted to kind of spring off of today's sermon. You know, and it's talking about the glory of God and and what how the glory of God is tangible. You know, and, and we were discussing a little bit how one of the examples I used was the sun. The sun radiates mm -hmm. heat. Like like literally there's radiation on the sun because of this yeah. this ball of fire, you know, and, yeah. and and the glory of it is it, it radiates and it affects everything. It touches to the point where you and I in this hot summer day get burnt by yeah. that. Yeah. By those rays, you know, those things that radiate from it. That's the only thing I can find comparable to the glory of God. Yeah. You know, and even after the sermon, when I really started to think about it, like that verse, it wasn't in my footnotes. It wasn't in my notes, I mean, my sermon notes about the verse where it says that you were the temple. Oh no, no, no. It says, I will, he taught in the Old Testament, talking about the temple and the glory of God will be there. But in the New Testament, Paul says, you are the temple of God. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. You know, and I'm just like, again, that plays along with your identity in Christ. Yeah. That plays along with knowing who you are. Like, imagine the sun... The sun in the sky, not the son of God, the sun in the sky in, 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 in its heat, in its 
flame and, and, and covered in radiation. Can you imagine that sun afraid of the moon? As if the moon's going to get close and the sun's like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> the moon only reflects the light of the sun. Yeah. So it, it's just a weird thought. Like what actually, matter of fact, in, in our world, can you imagine something daring to go to the sun and the sun be scared? We can't even get close to it in a spaceship. Mm -mm. Like, it'll just burn up. Yeah. Nothing. I don't care what metal. I don't care what car, what vehicle, what rocket. There's nothing that can. You can't build something that's, you know what? I'm going to build something and we're going to land on the sun. <laughs> like the way they land on, on, on Mars. On, on Mars or the moon. Yeah. Um, it's actually, it would be a dumb thought. Like you can bring light to the moon, but you can't bring the moon to the light. You can't land on the sun. No. You can't go, we're going to, NASA is going to go explore the sun. You can't, can't do it. No. So, yet the sun is created. But we have the glory of God within us because God is in us. He lives in us. We are his temple you know, and and we walk around afraid of demons? And we walk around afraid of this and afraid of that and worldly things and, and things make us stumble. And, <laughs> and I realize people's downfalls are a lack of identity in who they truly are. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Is not understanding who you truly are. It'd be like like your family being billionaires and you get amnesia. So you go and you live out of garbage cans for food and under a plastic tarp to keep from the rain. Not realizing you're a billionaire. Can you imagine like to the point where you even having an ID, you have amnesia, but you have an ID that you imagine being your family is so rich that you could literally walk in any hotel and just because of your name, they would put you in a suite. Mm. <laughs> you could walk into any bank and they would be like, how much do you want, sir? How much do you want, missus? Just tell us because this is your name. You're good for it. How much do you need? Walking into any car lot and be like, them knowing your name, they'll be like, give you the keys to whatever car is in the showroom because of your name. Can you imagine? But because you have amnesia, you walk around eating out of garbages. Because you've forgotten who you are. That, my friend, is the believer. You have an ID that is better. You have the Holy Ghost in you. Matter of fact, the Lord says... I adopt you. You know, the, the, the Jewish adoption, they would literally, if they adopted you, you would take on the name of the family. You know, like... Automatically. Automatically. You know, you would automatically become a family member. Matter of fact, you would, by, by a person adopting you, 
you now have an inheritance. By default. Yeah. Automatically. Wow. In the Jewish culture. Why do you think the Bible says that we're adopted and we become sons and daughters? Wow. So. And in the world... And in the world, you become adopted, but yet then you're still you're still treated like an orphan. Yeah. So many Christians. That's heavy. So many churches are full of people that, in their mind, they believe they're orphans. In their mind, they believe. Like I, I, I said this to to Sharon just the other day, and not we weren't talking about this. We're talking about something else, but I said, I said, you know, babe, I feel like, like I've been given the crumbs from God's table and I learned to be fine with it because at least I was in his dining room. You know, remember? Yeah. And we're talking about something completely different. That's a whole other subject. But it's like, I say that. But I don't say that about my identity. I was saying that about something else, something else that we were talking about. But when it comes to my identity, I know I don't eat off the crumbs of the table. I know I sit at the table of the king. Yes. I know who I am. I know who he's called me to be. And because of that, there's a boldness that comes out. People say, man, I, I, I like when you preach or I like when you teach. You know why? Because I actually believe the stuff I believe the stuff I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just speaking you believe out. It and you walk it. Yeah, you know, because I don't have amnesia. Yeah. I know who I am. Do you know who you are? And you might say, Yeah, yeah, I do. Really? Prove it. Walk it out. Yeah. Walk like the billionaire you are. I'm not talking about financial stuff. Who cares about finances? Who cares? There's there's greater riches than money. There's greater riches than money. You know what? There's the kingdom of God. What's greater than that? God, we have streets of gold waiting for us. He owns all the cattle in the hill. We have gates made of pearl. Mm. And forget all that. We have Jesus. Yes. What more do we want? There's nothing more valuable than having Jesus. Yeah. The king of all kings. You understand? And that, you know what that says? Every king that has ever walked this planet, great kings, powerful kings, and Jesus says, yeah, but I'm the king of all the kings. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that, I'm one and only. I am that I am. The Bible says that he spoke things into existence. He, he, he spoke, think about this, the big ball of fire we call the sun, he spoke it to existence and commanded it to stay there. And it's still there. What, what holds it up? He commands planets and they just listen. Yet this God that created huge things like this, even the Bible says that, that the universe, not the galaxy, 
Because the galaxy is just one galaxy, but the universe cannot even contain him. You know what I really, really love that you were playing the other day? That I was playing? Yeah, that you were you were listening to the other day. Oh. I didn't really get to listen to it all. Mm -hmm. But I love that you were hearing something about Jordan Peterson the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. Well, they probably don't know who he is, some of them. Well, well, I know. But the fact that somebody, somebody who doesn't really believe in Christianity that actually speaks about it but doesn't really believe yeah. that actually was moved. One sentence. Jordan Peterson is known to be one of the greatest minds right now. Yes. And when he began to talk about Jesus, he broke. He broke. Because he goes, I can't understand. He cannot comprehend. <laughs> Cannot comprehend somebody who does not believe, cannot comprehend, but feels something. Begin to feel something that he cannot even comprehend was broken yeah. and feeling something. He can talk about complex things, um, wow. a, a biblical history, uh, biblical stories, and he does it unfazingly. This is like a very intelligent man. I respect him, actually, a lot of the things that he yeah. says. But when he talked about Jesus, he broke. He broke. He's like, I can't comprehend. Because you know what? Jesus is incomprehensible. He is. He is. There is none like him. And, and to identify where he says, I give, matter, matter, you know what? There is a verse. <laughs> you know. There is a verse. And, and you know, here's the thing. That you don't need to know scriptures. You don't need to have things memorized. You don't need to be a preacher. You don't need to be any of all of that to know what he has done in your life. To comprehend what he's done in your life. If you know what he has done to change your life, what he has done to touch your heart is all that you need to know. I mean. Yeah. So this God that the universe can't contain, the Bible actually says he spit the stars when they were created. <laughs> Huge bodies of, of planets and galaxies and, and just all the way down to the, the smallest little bug that, that is colorfully designed. But yet this God, and he has a name, his name is Jesus, loves us. That all we got to do is whisper his name. And, and look at this verse. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, it says in verse 12, as many as received him. Have you received him? Because if you've received him, this is for you. It says, as many as has received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Hmm. To those who believe in his name, 
So you're given that right. A lot of times people say, we're all children of God, not according to scripture. He says, those that believe in him and received him and received him, he gives you the right. Yes. So you come, if you become a citizen of the United States, you receive certain rights. The constitution, yeah. you are given rights that all men are created well, there's certain rights when you come into this country. Well, guess what? There's a bigger and better constitution in the kingdom of God. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's not even a whole bunch of articles. It's one thing. He says, you believe in me? He says, you become my child. Boom. Yes. Now, this, this is what's important. This is why I'm saying this. Remember what I said in Jewish custom? I said that when they adopt somebody, that that adopted person takes on the name of the father... Listen to what I'm saying. Take on the name, and now the Father says, all my inheritance is yours. Everything is mine is yours now. That's Jewish custom. So we just read that those that believe in Jesus, we become, we get the right yes. to become children of God. So that means... We've inherited all. We've inherited yes. everything. Where the Father says, everything that's mine is yours. Yep. We've been adopted into the kingdom. Wow. Hallelujah. Man, if that doesn't give you chills, I don't know what will. If that doesn't stir something in your spirit, I don't know what will. And, and maybe you're watching this and maybe you're, maybe you're not a believer. But you want to believe. Yeah. You know the greatest thing about it is you don't got to do nothing. All you got to do is believe. That's why it says, those that receive him and believe in him, they have the right to become children of God. Yeah. So if you're watching this and you're like, man, I want to be a child of God. Well, guess what? You don't have to do nothing because he already did it 2,000 years ago on the cross. Yeah. He already paid the price. So now he says, all you got to do, son, all you got to do is daughter, is do you believe that I did that 2,000 years yeah. ago? And do you believe I rose again? Because yes. if you believe that, then I will adopt you, yes. make you mine, and everything that's mine is now yours. Amen. Amen. Yes, so, thank you, Lord. That's, that's the gospel, guys. Yes. That is what attracts millions of people. He's not a God where we have to do, 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 do. He's a God that says, I did, I did, I did. We don't have to prove anything to him. We just got to believe. We just have to believe. That's all he wants. Yeah. Don't forget that, you know, he comes for you. We don't have to go searching. He comes and he calls you and he looks for you. Which is crazy, right? Because yeah. let's say somebody's watching right now. Maybe you're about to commit suicide. You have no idea why you came on this. And you're just watching this and you're hearing this like, really? God loves me? Yeah, because he, yeah. he actually came looking for yeah, you. Yeah, that's why you're here. You yeah. aren't, you're not seeking God. He is seeking you. Because he says, I leave the 99 and I go and seek yeah. the one. And I call out their name until I can bring them home. Yeah. So it's not by coincidence. It's not by, it's not by accident. It's because he's calling out to you directly. 
That's he how, says, I'm calling unto you, my child. It's you that I want. That's how good he is. Yeah. He's so good that he calls David and Sharon to turn on the phone, say these words so you can watch it. Mm-hmm. You specifically. And that's, you, that one that's broken, you, the one that is depressed, you that is thinking about right now, you're getting ready, ready to go party, you're ready to go have a few beers and you're contemplating it right now and you're just, you're at those wits, you're just like kind of, you're, you know what, you know, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of this marriage, I'm tired of this relationship, you know what, I'm tired of this life, I'm just tired, you know what? And he's like, don't be tired. I'm here. I came looking for you. I want you. There's somebody watching this that you're going to go to the abortion clinic. Mm. And I want you to hear this. The Bible says that before you even knew that child's name, the Lord already knew that child's name. And everything I'm telling you about how much he loves you, you know what? He also loves what you're carrying. So I want you to really think about that. Because he's a holy God. And all he wants to do is come into your life and change things. And and he doesn't say he's going to make life easier. But what he does promise is whatever things you go through, he'll go through it with you. And you can do it. He will make a way. And and maybe you're thinking, there is no way. I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. If you trust in God, he will open doors you never even imagined. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me, cry unto me, and I will show you great and mighty things you've never even thought about. Yes. I want you to think about that before you make that decision. Let him open doors that you thought were impossible. And you will thank us. Maybe a year, maybe two years. You're going to thank us. You're going to say, man, I was going to do something. But because of this video, it changed everything. You know how much that would bless us? So, guys, maybe we didn't have a specific verse, but I I feel like, like the Lord wanted to speak to quite a few of you. Amen. And, and we're just being his mouthpiece and allowing the, the Holy Spirit to move and the things I'm saying and the things you're saying, you know, and and uh, we're just grateful. We're grateful that you watch our videos. Yeah. So is that it? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Guys, we love you guys very much, family, and um, we'll see you guys tomorrow. I woke up now. Quit yawning. I started thinking, talking about God. I get excited. <laughs> Enjoy your coffees. Um, Enjoy your day. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Hit like. Yes. Subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) Leave a comment. Yes. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from... We have a lot, a lot of new family on here, guys. So, subscribe. You know, know, we realize we may not be growing like those big old channels. We see... You know, I see a lot of cooking channels. I see a lot of different channels that are growing like by tremendous numbers but that's okay you know we're growing at the rate that god wants us to grow and and praise god for that because we're growing 
by whom he wants us to grow by because he's reaching those that need to be reached. And that's what's important. And we praise God for that because the people that we're growing by are the people that are staying and they're becoming part of this family. And we praise God for that because it's not about numbers. It's not about numbers. It's about souls and it's about family. Yeah. And it's about sticking together and it's about growing his kingdom and it's about salvation. It's about souls and, and just loving one another. And so that's what's important, guys. So let's just keep, you know, let's just keep winning souls and let's just keep doing what we need to do for Jesus. Amen? Amen. All right. Bye, Can guys. Let's take a picture. Ready? Really? Three. Just put big old. Two. One. Okay. Thank you. All right, Bye, guys. guys. Bye.